0: Are you walking a hard but beautiful journey? Are you sitting in a space that you never thought you'd be? Have you experienced infertility, a miscarriage, adoption? Or are you parenting kids with a behavioral disability? Have these struggles put unbearable strains on your relationships? Or have you struggled with your mental health? I have experienced all of this. My husband and I struggled with infertility and fought for our three beautiful children, our miracles. We went through the struggles, the pain and the financial burden of IVF in order to have these incredible children, and that journey was so freaking hard. We felt like failures, and we felt alone in our struggle. And now, all three of our children have been diagnosed with ADHD, ODD, and anxiety disorders. And if possible, that has been even more challenging. Again, we have felt alone, confused, like we were bad parents, like we were being judged at every turn. It has tested our marriage. It has broke me many times to the point of two complete mental breakdowns. So, if you are experiencing this, please know you are not alone. That's why I've created this safe space for you so that we can together find the education, resources, support, mentorship, inspiration, and more that we need to grow on this hard yet beautiful journey. Because at the end of it all, I wouldn't trade a second of what I went through because these children, our marriage, our family, and my mental health is worth fighting for. I'm also here to remind you that telling your story is part of the journey Someone in your life, someone in the world needs to hear it, and I will be encouraging you along the way to tell your story. I'm Tiffany Vaughn. I'm so grateful you're here. It's time to walk your own hard, beautiful journey. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back. This is Tiffany Vaughn, and you are here for episode 15 of Hard Beautiful Journey. This is the final episode of season one, but don't worry, there will definitely be a season two, and I will be giving more details on what is coming up in season two at the end of this episode. So please stick around. For today's episode, I am going to walk through my spiritual journey, and I will walk you through From when I was a believer to a complete skeptic to a believer again to, holy smokes, this stuff is amazing. I love it. And that is what I'm going to walk through today. I grew up attending the Catholic Church with my mom and my sister and my brother, and we were very, um diligent Catholics and we went every week to church, almost every week anyway. And so I grew up in the Catholic environment and I also attended many youth conferences in my early teens, early to mid teens. And so during that time I absolutely loved everything about this the church in general, just um, being surrounded by all all things God and church and, and the Catholic church especially. And then I went to college and that stopped pretty much right away. When I went home for holidays like at Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter, I would go back to church with my mom, but I didn't attend church at all when I moved away from their home. And I I just didn't Feel like I was part of a a church community once I moved away to, to Calgary. And to be honest, on Sunday morning, I definitely wasn't feeling up to par for going to church because remember, I was in university and I was probably out very late on a Saturday evening. I think the first time that I thought about spirit or God was actually after my grandma Hardy passed away. And it wasn't really like as soon as she passed away, it was about, I don't know, maybe one or two months after. And for her funeral, I had made a video, uh, like a tribute video to show at the service after. And in that video, I used the song When I Get Where I'm Going by Brad Paisley and Dolly Parton. And so I had that song in my my um, playlist But keep in mind, I have hundreds and hundreds of songs in my playlist on my phone. So I was driving home back to Medicine Hat about two months after she passed away, and I started thinking about my grandma, and I was feeling a little sad, and I had some tears. No word of a lie, as soon as I started having tears, the very next song that played was When I Get Where I'm Going. At first, I thought, hmm, that's interesting that that song would play while I'm crying um, because I miss my grandma. And so I thought it was interesting, but I just brushed it off for sure. I just brushed it off. I think it was around this time that the show Long Island Medium with Teresa Caputo came out. And so I started watching that every week and I just got a little bit more interested in Um, There being something after death and, and again, it, it was because I was still missing my grandma and just hoping that there was something after this time on earth so that I could see her and all of my other grandparents and, and my uncle and my aunt that has passed away and, and everyone that I, that is now no longer with us. And so I I started thinking about what mediums do, and and then I got the idea that I would like to actually maybe have a reading by a medium. So I looked into it a little bit, and I found this lady that did them over the phone. So at the time, I Avery had just been born, and I wasn't wanting to go out and and leave her. So I had a phone reading with this medium. And it was definitely interesting. It was good. And it was, now when I listen back on it, I'm definitely more like, holy smokes, that's interesting. But at the time, there this person didn't give me anything specific that would make me know that my loved ones were on the other side. And so I was quite disappointed in that because I wanted, I wanted to hear from my grandma. I wanted to hear from one of my grandparents, just to know that there was something actually after this life. And I didn't get that from this reading. So I thought, Hmm, I don't know if this is ever going to work for me. So I stopped thinking about it for a bit. Then one of my friends asked me if I wanted to attend a group reading at um, this one person's house in our community. And I thought, oh, okay, sure, I'll go. If anything, it'll be a good good night out with some of my friends. And so I went. And so I'm sitting there at this house and terrified. Like, I don't know why I was so terrified that some one of my relatives would come through. I think it was because I don't like attention on me generally. And so I was quite worried that one of my relatives was going to come through and say something that they shouldn't in front of all these people. And so I think maybe that's why none of them came through, but yeah, none of them came through for me. But there was one person in, the, in this reading whose son, young son who passed away, came through and oh my goodness the details that the medium was giving to this mom was amazing and and it was so specific and so dead on according to the mom that there was no doubt that that was him that had come to see her and give her messages and so again I was like hmm well maybe I should try this again I really still want to you know, talk to my grandma. I want to see if she's, if she's around. And, and so I booked a private reading with this medium to come to my house. And our dog Haley had just, we just put her down about two months before this, I think two months. And so I was wondering, like, can I actually maybe hear from Haley even? I wonder if that's possible. So I booked the reading and the medium came over to my house. At the time of this reading, it was January 2014. And yeah, Haley, we had just put her down about a month earlier. And so when the medium started talking, she was bringing up a female energy and talking about um, health and heart issues and she kept saying it feels like a mom energy and, and all of this stuff. And so right away, I didn't even think of Haley. Actually, I started worrying about my mom and that something was wrong with my mom and that she needed to get it checked out because the medium kept seeing um, her getting scans and and getting looked at by doctors and all of this stuff. And so I was, I was quite worried. And then she started talking about, um, that this person was always cold, always cold. And I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier, but that was Haley. We had taken her to the vet starting in October, two months before she died because they, she was losing a lot of weight and she just, she couldn't get, um, she couldn't eat and nothing was staying down. And she, ever since she was a little, little puppy, she loved laying on heat registers. And so (laughs) that's why she, uh, the medium kept seeing, saying that this, this female energy was cold, always cold. And so that was Haley. She was getting scans from the vet for at least two months before she died. And she was always cold. And that was just amazing but the most amazing part is (laughs) the medium said that um, she saw me lying on the floor with our dog and saying that it was okay, that it was okay for her to go. And the morning that we took her to the vet to put her down, I did actually lay down on the floor with Haley and said those words that I love you, Haley. Um, I know that it's probably your time to go and, and it's okay. And it it's okay if, if you leave us now and we love you very much. And the crazy thing is, is that nobody actually knew that I did that though. Nobody, I didn't tell anybody that I did that. And this medium brought that forward in, in my reading. And when I asked her, um, how she saw that or, or what you know how she got that message her reply was that it was one of Haley's favorite memories was you laying with her and telling her that it was okay for her to go so that was the first amazing thing in my reading the next amazing thing that came up in this reading was a cheerio yes you heard that right a Cheerio. So at this time I was at home, staying at home with all three of our kids and it was busy. It was a lot of work. It was chaos. And there was a Cheerio sitting on our stairs that led into our basement. And every single time I walked up the stairs, I saw that Cheerio and I thought I should pick it up. But remember at This time, I had two small babies, and so both of my arms were always full of babies. So, I couldn't pick up the Cheerio. Well, this medium, I don't, yeah, it's crazy. But she, at one point, said that you just need to get over the fact that there are Cheerios on your stairs, because you just got to get over it. And I was like, what? What in the heck? How how did you know that? I don't understand how you know that I am bothered by a freaking cheerio on my stair that I always seem to not be able to pick up. And she said, you need to get over it now. <laughs> so I got over it. And then my grandma Carson, grandpa Carson, and my uncle Ron, so my dad's mom and dad and his brother, all came through. And that was so cool. My grandma always, always was a baker and she loved baking. She always was baking with, um, with her grandkids by herself with my mom and the medium, she, she, all of a sudden she said, so there's this female energy here now. And, and she keeps saying you gotta sift the flour. You gotta sift the flour to get it right. And when she said that, I knew I just started laughing immediately because I just knew it was Grandma Carson. I had never heard her say that. But then when I uh, played this, this uh, recording for my mom, my mom just burst out laughing because I, apparently my grandma used to always say those words to her when they were baking you got to sift the flower. That's the only way to get it right. So that was really cool validation that my grandma Carson had come through. And then she talked about my grandpa Carson and my uncle Ron. And yeah, those were really, really good messages as well. And it was just good. It was, it was much better than my first one because there was actual specific validation that came through that I knew that my loved ones were there and that they were still with me and with us all the time. After that reading, I moved on with my life and never really thought about it too much. Of course, when I watched Long Island Medium or Hollywood Medium or any of those kind of shows, I believed everything that I was seeing after that because I had experienced something myself And it made me feel like there was something actually going on on the other side and that they were always with us. But I never really um, thought about it much again after that for myself until, of course, this year. And as everyone knows, this year has been an absolute gong show and I'm not sure if it's because this year has been crazy, but I felt like I wanted to um, have another reading and just see you know, if there's any messages for me in this particular time that I I should be aware of. So I booked another reading with a medium and it was so crazy. It was amazing. This time my grandma Hardy did come through and my grandpa Hardy came through and also an old high school friend that had passed away um, quite a few years ago. And it was really interesting that he came through. I never would have thought that he would have come through, but there was a lot of validation that it was indeed him. And yeah, it was really, really, really neat. And the things that came through for my grandma were very specific, and it was most definitely her. In May of this year, I joined a business group that was absolutely amazing. It had about 300 to 350 people from around the world in it. And it was um, a group that is men and women of people that are have started their own businesses, want to have their own business, and just trying to find their purpose, I guess, in life. And find out, you know, what they were made to do and all this stuff, right? So I met so many amazing people. So many of them are my friends now, like great friends. And a couple of them are um, spiritual. And one of them was an empath and intuitive person. And I just gravitated towards her immediately. And her name was Shannon. And so I arranged a, a call with her. We did a Zoom call. And she was just amazing and I got so much out of that reading and it was, she said some stuff too that nope, nobody would have known. So it was just kind of like all of these bricks were laying on top of each other, building this foundation for me that there really is something more going on beyond this world right now that we're living in. Then I was introduced to a woman named Aaliyah. And she was somebody in our group that um, does tarot readings and angel card readings. And, but she also did something called reading Akashic records. And I was, what the heck is Akashic records? So I looked it up and what Akashic records is, is basically known as the book of life or God's book of remembrance. And it can be equated to the universe's Supercomputer system, or what we would today call cloud computing. And it's basically a central storehouse of all information for every individual who has ever lived on the earth. And they contain um, records of every thought, deed, word, feeling, and intent. And they have tremendous influence on our everyday lives, our relationships, our feelings, our belief systems, and potential realities that we draw toward us. So I thought, wow, okay, maybe that would be really cool to do as well. I was very open to trying new things at this point. And so I reached out to Aaliyah and I said, I would really like to have one of these readings. Could we arrange a time? And so we did. And holy smokes, it was unbelievable and so amazing. And she she brought through my grandma hardy again in um an amazing way and just some of the stuff that she was saying was so i could just feel was so true to my higher self to my my knowing and it was just amazing and of course i i don't want to go into huge detail about what was said in that particular reading because it is very personal but I do have plans to have Aaliyah on season two of my podcast, and she is going to go into more details about what Akashic Records are and what a reading looks like and, and just stuff that, um, that happens during a reading and all of that good stuff. And I can't wait for her to be on and for her to give you this information. It really is something, something else. And then I heard of this lady named Majana and i found her because i was um looking up podcasts about you know souls and and life after death and all of that kind of stuff about angels and so that's how i found majana was on her podcast called life after life podcast so she also offers readings and one of them is called a 2 hour deep dive session and oh my goodness that was amazing. She records it. So I've gone back and listened to this thing a few times. And the crazy thing is, is that she brought up a lot of the same, um, things that Aaliyah did in my Akashic records, like a lot of the same things. And a few of those that I won't go into huge detail, but revolved around water, um, the need to be around water, the need to be out in nature and, being in mountains. And this was before I started hiking. So, um, they, they both said that my guides and, um, my angels, they were all saying, you need to be around water. You need to be out in nature and you need to have quiet time. Both of them said that quiet time for you, because you are intuitive, you're highly sensitive, you're an empath, that you require quiet time. And the best way to do that for yourself would be to meditate. And I was like, meditate? What? I think I had tried once before this and it did not go well. I could not stop thinking. So I was like, no, 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 no. Please don't make me meditate. I don't know how to do it. It doesn't work for me. And both of them said, no, like, try, give it a shot. So I did. And just like the first time I tried, it did not go well at all. And I just couldn't stop my mind from spinning. But I thought, you know what, I really got to give this a go and try it and just try it for a week, every single day for a week and just see what happens. And by the end of that week, I was in love So in love, like the feeling that you get from a meditation session, even if it's for just 10 minutes, it just feels better. You feel better when you're done it. You feel calmer, you feel centered. And it's just, it's something that I cannot recommend highly enough for those of you that haven't done it, haven't tried it, or you've tried it and you thought it wasn't for you. I Thought it wasn't for me, and it is amazing. In this session with Majana, there were many guides that came through, but one of them that came through quite clearly was the medicine woman. And she actually asked Majana to read this card out loud, the whole thing, so that I could write it down and reread it over and over again. And it is so amazing and powerful that I want to read what the Medicine Woman message gave to me that day. It's called Allure Through Opposition. It is time now to go out into the world and share my dream, to give myself to my people. I know this is a challenging time when my life could be altered by the will of others. My ideas will be held up for scrutiny by those I want to please. So, Spirit, I accept the courage to face the world with that which you have given me. I accept the wisdom to know how to expose your divine nature within me to those who have eyes to see. I am strong in my commitment that the essence of my vision will remain true to that which you have inspired me to do. I will lure the world to its divinity by the nature of love that you have given me. I will call the wild unknown the strength and beauty ever present within me. Your breath, your life, will pass through me and I will be at my best. I had tears running down my face when she was reading this card from the medicine woman. It just feels like it's so powerful and so right for what I'm experiencing in my life right now in my spiritual journey. And that I know that I'm meant to be doing something more, something different with my life. And I know that it is something big, I know that it is something big in in this world, and that is exactly what this card felt like for me, for sure. over the past six months, I have been learning as much as I can about my spiritual self, my higher self, um, everything to do with chakras and and just just all of it. I just love it so much. And in this time, I have really developed my meditation practice, and I feel like I am sensing more, I'm feeling more, and in fact, I'm hearing more as well. And a couple of those um, instances, uh, I was meditating one day and in my office, and I felt somebody tapping my shoulder. Which absolutely made me open my eyes quite quickly and look around to see if anybody was there. Nobody was there, but I definitely felt somebody tapping me on the shoulder. There was another time where I felt somebody in my meditation holding my hand, and that was really cool. There was another time I was laying on my bed writing. I was laying on my stomach and I was writing in a notebook, and I felt the bed move behind me. And nobody was in the room with me. Nobody. I had the door closed and I felt the bed move. And I was like, what the heck was that? So I kind of just kept writing and then it did it again. And I looked up and I said, okay, whoever is here, I acknowledge that you're here. However, I just want to make sure that it's not some sort of animal <laughs> under my blankets. So I'm just going to look. It doesn't mean I don't believe you're not here. I just want to make sure. And so I got up and I looked under the blankets and no no animal like my dogs weren't in the room. And um, so then I got back on the bed and laid it back down and started writing again. And sure enough, the bed moved again and it just felt like somebody was sitting on the edge of the bed that mo that feeling when the bed moves when somebody sits down on the edge of the bed that's what it felt like so that was really interesting for sure that was the first time i really felt like an absolute feeling that somebody was there with me at that moment but the coolest experience so far has been the other night last week I was woken up at 2 a.m. to what sounded like an enormous bird, enormous bird, flying at me. The The sound of a bird wing going whoosh, 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 coming towards me and then hitting me. And it made me sit like right up straight. And I look to the side, to the left, and I see a shimmering like a I don't know, like crystal looking light and it was sparkling and then it dissipated into nothing and the next day I was speaking with my friend who is a medium and she told me that it was Archangel Gabriel that had visited me in the middle of the night and that was so So cool. So cool. And anyway, I definitely felt the presence of an angel that morning, early morning. And I knew it. I knew instinctively that it was an angel that had visited me and not a gigantic eagle or something. But having that validation was really, really amazing. Two other um, instances where I knew that spirit was around or that I was getting messages was one day I was driving to work and I had a thought that I should phone my mom and, you know, check up on her and see how she was doing. And then my next thought was, no, 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 no. I'll just call her tonight when I get home. And immediately I had this strong, strong scent of um, like Vicks in my nose And my grandpa Hardy, my mom's dad, used to use those Vicks sticks, those ones that you put up your nostril or right by your nostril and sniff in to clear your congestion. He always had those, always. And so when I had the thought that I would call her later on, that smell immediately was in my nose. And I looked up and I said, okay, grandpa, I got the message loud and clear, I will phone my mom. And sure enough, I phone my mom and she was needing to talk that morning. And so I knew it was him encouraging me to make that call so that my mom could talk to me about some stuff. The next and last one for this episode was when I was out in um, the Peachland, BC area with my sister and my mom and dad. And we, it was about, I don't know, three, two or three years ago now. And we were out there for the weekend and we went to a farmer's market that was down by the water. And there was a whole bunch of different booths there. And at this one particular booth, they had those bracelets that they make out of yarn, I guess. I can't remember. But anyway, these bracelets had names on them and there was a whole bunch of them on this board and they were all in alphabetical order. And so we started looking through the names that were on this board. And so because I wanted to bring one home for all of our kids. So I found one for Avery. And then I found one for Dylan. And then I was looking for one for Ryder. And I got to the R's. And there were, um, they were all um, face up so that you could see the names on them, of course. And then when I got to Riders, right below Riders, there was one, or sorry, not below, I couldn't find Riders, but I found there was two that one was folded up on top of the other one. So you couldn't actually see two of the names. And so I folded one down, the one that was laying on top of the other one. And the names that were not showing were Ruth and Rusty. And my grandma's name, my grandma Hardy's name is Ruth. And my aunt that has passed away, my mom's sister, Ruth's daughter, her name, nickname is Rusty. Her real name is Shirley, but her nickname was Rusty. And immediately I had chills all over my body. And I just knew that that was a message that they were there with us because I was with Um, two of her other daughters at that time, my aunts. And the names um, Rusty are not, not popular at all. So the fact that Ruth and Rusty were folded on top of each other was a clear sign from them. And I knew it. And I went and I showed everybody else. I was so excited. And it was just such a cool thing for my grandma and my aunt to do. So Thanks guys. The business group that I was in was led by one of my business mentors, Kathy Heller, and she has a podcast called Don't Keep Your Day Job, which is amazing. You should go check that one out for sure. He had a guest on one day whose name was Brianna Vincent. And as soon as she started talking about what she was doing and what her business was, I was intrigued. She is a soul coach. I don't know what or why, but I had goosebumps all over and I knew that I needed to look into it more because something was telling me in my soul and in my head that this is something that I was meant to be doing. So I went and I looked it up and I contacted Brianna and we started talking more and more about what she does, what, how she teaches and, and what her program looks like. And I knew I needed to be doing this more. So what is a soul coach? I know everybody's going to be asking me that. So a soul coach means that it's being heart-centered and full of love and life, compassion, positive, motivating, inspiring, and people-oriented, who has a passion for helping people to shine from the inside out, full of self-love, self-confidence with incredible clarity and help them on their road to success. It is like a life coach, a business coach, all of those kind of coaches, but more from a soul perspective. And I cannot wait to be doing this more. In the next couple of months, I will be starting to take clients for my soul coaching business. If you feel you could benefit from talking with me about ways to build your self confidence, your self love, and just nurture who you are, please feel free to reach out to me. I am in the process of updating my website for these offerings, but you can always reach me um, using the contact form on my website or email me. All of these links will be in my show notes. As I said in the intro, this is the end of season one. Holy smokes, I can't believe it's the end of season one already. I am so grateful for all of the love and support I have received from you all. It has been an amazing ride so far. Season two will begin on November 10th and for season two, I will be changing up the format a little bit. In this first season, I gave you a big chunk of my journey, which has been so therapeutic for me. I have told many people it feels like I've gone to therapy at least once a week. It also feels like I've dropped a thousand bricks from my shoulders, bricks that were definitely weighing me down, but I didn't throw out those bricks they are a part of my journey instead I have taken them to build a solid foundation under me one that is helping me be stronger going forward so that I can be strong and supportive for other people that may need someone to lift them up season two will be about sharing others stories whose hard beautiful journey may be weighing them down let's remove your bricks from your shoulders so you can use them to build your own stronger foundation as well Maybe we'll even have a dance party on our new foundations at the end of season two. That would be a blast. Please do this with me. If you'd like to share your hard, beautiful journey, please use the links in the show notes to submit your requests. And once again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to season one and all of your support. I'm eternally grateful. Be sure to come back on November 10th for the premiere of season two. And until next time... Please always remember to be kind and stay well. See you later.